Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host, and we are going to be talking about the Holy Spirit and how he ministers, his activities, his, the, whole, the supernatural gifts. And we're going to be approaching the whole topic from probably a little different perspective than you may have uh, encountered before. And I just want to encourage you that there's no hindrance to what the Lord wants to do in your life because of what you believe. Spirit of God is speaking with you even now with your spirit if you're born again. Your spirit and God's spirit are already one. But it is God's spirit that we are going to be speaking with, talking about and discussing and how he relates in a lot of ways to our soul. Now, this is really going to be hopefully fun and a challenge for you. There's things that we're going to be talking about that you can um, investigate for yourself and do for yourself and try. And hopefully we've been leading up to, through a lot of the supernatural, learning about the supernatural realm and dealing with fear and that kind of thing, where one of the things we don't want to bring into this is the fear of your soul is finished and complete and one with God. You already have received everything you need for life and godliness here in this earth. So you're not, we're not worried about measuring up, being good enough, honoring God, glorifying him. Instead, I want you to think of yourself as belonging to a royal family. You're going to be trained by the family to live as a royal, to live as a one who has power and authority. Now, the sooner we learn how to do that, the easier our life is. Because whether you recognize that you have the power and authority or not, you have it. If you go through life, even though you have power and authority, thinking that you have to prove yourself or gain your uh, power and authority, you're going to miss out on reality, on your true relationship with God. Now, God is wise. He doesn't just say, okay, you know, you're, you're my son, here's your power. He teaches and trains us how to wield our power and authority. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here on this earth for, to, to learn, to learn how to live as a spirit being to learn 
how to live and move and have our being in him. To learn. How do we learn? By experience. By instruction. By example. Who gives us the example? God. Who gives us the instruction? God. Who gives us everything we need to learn? He arranges the circumstances, you know, field trips. He, he provides whatever we need, whatever homework, whatever test, whatever counsel, whatever instruction, whatever we need to learn, whatever lesson he has for us, he provides. So we can grow up into him. That's our part of our purpose here. Because the rest is on his shoulders, in his hands. The healing, the restoration, the reuniting of our spirit and soul and body, those are things only he can do. You cannot heal your soul. Only God can. You cannot reunite your soul and your spirit. Only God can. So what can we do? We can learn to hear him. We can learn to respond to him. We can learn about the and learn how to research what he wants us to research, to take seriously what he wants us to take seriously. We learn to respond to his instruction. So if we focus on what we are to focus on, and he takes care of the rest, there's going to be times when they overlap. When he shows us, I'm teaching you about this because there's a lie that you're believing, and that lie is keeping you from receiving healing in that area. For instance, one of the things we'll talk about later is this whole idea of gifting and anointing and purpose of ministry. We have these ideas that certain special people are closer to God than you are, than I am. That they have either been blessed or gifted or earned, you know, achieved a certain level where they can hear him more clearly because they are special. Now, in the Old Testament, that's absolutely true. God selected people to reveal himself to on a different level than what was available at the time. Abraham, John the Baptist, they were ahead of their time, Enoch. Elijah, they were ahead of their time. They could see into what was coming into the future, but wasn't available for them yet. But because they had the faith that God was going to do something special in the future, it changed how they lived their lives day by day. But you and I can experience the kingdom now. And you and I can experience everything he has for us 
now on his timetable. So when we're talking about how we want to look at and express what God is doing in our lives, we look at and and find out his ways are not our ways. And in a lot of ways, he keeps us involved in projects and purposes so that we can stay out of his way. So that we can focus on the things that won't get us or interfere with what he's doing. Now, over time, what happens is we're still bound by the beliefs that our soul has. We are restricted. We are bound by what we have been taught. We're bound by wounds, things, parts of our being, our soul, parts of our beliefs that haven't been healed, lies that we believe. Things that we think are true that aren't. Because what we're going to find out is that because you've been born again, you now have access to everything that God has. You, you are already in the kingdom. You are already a son of God. But we need to learn how to live as a son of God. Because that's not how we were raised. That's not how we believe. In the Old Testament, we see the stories of those who caught glimpses of who God was and how he related to his people. But you and I can see him face to face. In your spirit, you already are. You are seeing him face to face. And we want to learn how to react. We want to learn how to live, not just endure, not just survive, but actually experience eternal life now. So our challenge, while God is working in each one of us as individuals, we look for the pathways that he has for each one of us that through those circumstances of those pathways, God deals with and provides the healing, the encouragement, the direction, the truth, the way, the truth, and the life that we can cooperate with him. We can recognize and devote attention and time to furthering in our lives our relationship with him and make the most of our time here on this earth. So as we do that, 
what we want to find is that balance, and this is going to take, it takes time, the balance between what we do and what God does. And as we learn this, going to be something that is better felt than told. It's better something that you experience. Sometimes it's really hard to express to others. Sometimes it's really hard to be able to explain to others what your thinking is, what your experiences are, how you feel, what changes are made. But that's fine because it's better to encourage people to experience God for themselves than to try to explain your own experience. Instead, we, you know, for those that are around us, we, we want God to entice them in whatever way he chooses, whether he uses us or not. And we'll talk about that later when we talk about what true evangelism is. But let's talk about the Holy Spirit and supernatural gifts. The whole concept of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, those are really our attempts, mankind's attempts, to try to understand something that is really hard to understand. What we have a tendency to do is try to make understandable something that is so far beyond us. It's like if I tried to explain what a black hole is to a three-month-old baby, they're not going to be able to comprehend it. Now, maybe when they're older, and if I'm a good enough teacher, I might be able to get them some ideas. But hopefully, through that conversation, I'm going to entice them to want to find out for themselves. And that's what God does with us. A lot of times, what we've learned about supernatural experiences and what we're going to learn about supernatural gifting, which is really in our soul, is that the purpose is to encourage us and entice us towards God towards knowing him more, knowing him better, knowing him in a greater variety, a greater uh, new ways. So as we consider, be open to changing our minds. Now, when we talk about the Holy Spirit, we, we can say for sure that just as God is a person, a, a, an individual that has characteristics and traits, the Son is an individual and that has character and traits, and the Spirit is an individual with character and traits. And each want to be known as an individual with character and traits. We don't know what we don't know. 
And we don't know the dynamics of how the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit relate. We really don't. I mean, Christianity has been around quite some time, and we still don't know. And there's a lot of, you know, you go to, to, you know, the theory and the uh, exposition and trying to figure out what the Bible says and, you know, different books have been written from, you know, oh, so long ago about, okay, this is how, what the true nature of God is. For our purposes, we're going to just let him explain himself. We're making ourselves available to him. When he, if there is a question about how the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit relate that is important to you, God will answer it. You talk to him about it. I mean, welcome to have a, you know, I'd love to have a conversation with you about it, but I don't have all the answers. I don't think we are meant to have all the answers. We still see through a glass dark, and I think that's fine. Again, that's part of why we're here, is to learn. We do know that who we truly are is a spirit, and our spirit does know how the aspects of God relate. So when we're trying to understand Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and we're going, huh, how does that, you know, work? Why are there three, you know, purpose of, you know, the word spoken and, and written and all these different facets? Your spirit knows the truth. Your spirit has all the answers. Our soul doesn't. And that's what we struggle with. That's what we're thinking with now. That's what we're trying to understand is through the soul. And your soul is so far disconnected from your spirit where all the answers are. This is why it's a struggle. Sidetrack and stumble on, okay, if I don't understand something, how am I supposed to participate in it? And actually, that's where we could say that's faith. That's where faith is. That the whole concept of faith has been twisted, so I'd rather not use that word. We're just going to use a real word and just go with it. Just go with the flow. Let God teach you. Let him reveal himself to you. We have confidence that what the Lord is teaching us, whatever it is, is bringing us closer to the complete relationship he wants us to have, every aspect of himself, as Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and his body, one another. He will teach us what true fellowship is, what true communion is, what true oneness is, unity, reconciliation, all these big you know, theological concepts are simplified when we experience them. But God is the one who makes them real to us. So we don't need to worry about, I can't participate because I don't understand. Let him reveal to you what you need to know. Make yourself available. He will draw you in the direction that will meet your needs now. He doesn't want to be driving you. He wants to be drawing you, enticing you. 
bringing you in by love rather than by fear. We don't have to know all the answers or understand him fully in order to trust him and have a relationship with him. God is not touchy or petulant. He doesn't hold it against us. He doesn't say, you're asking the wrong question, you're not using the right terms, well, you clearly don't know what you're talking about, so I'm not going to talk to you, or you made a mistake, you've missed me. He is, he's not, that's not who he is. He's not nearly as concerned with our approach to him as we often think he is. Because we remember, in your relationship with him, if you've been born again, you are one with him. You are part of who he is. Your spirit and his spirit are one already. Our problem is our soul. Our soul is being unified, brought into oneness with him. And he's the one who's doing it. Now, what we're taking on as part, again, learning how to live as a royal, learning how to live as a, as a spirit being, we have the power and authority. We've, we have an inheritance. We are co-inheritors with him, joint heirs with him. So we've already received it. But Again, God's wise. He doesn't just go, okay, now, go, go for it. Do whatever you want with it. No, he's teaching us and raising us to be sons of God, to live and move and have our being as spirit beings. We all need to learn how to do. We have common challenges, and those challenges are how, how to use our solical senses, how to use our spiritual senses, how to use even our natural senses better. So we take them up on those challenges and say, Lord, okay, I see through a glass darkly, I perceive some things, teach me. What do you want me to know at this time? The circumstances that you've created for me, what am I supposed to be doing with them? So we're going to take a very practical approach to expanding our relationship with the Holy Spirit and embracing his activities and gifts. Now, the way we're going to be doing that is going to be very personal, very experiential, and it's not meant to counter what others may teach, what you may have experienced, what is perception, what even what you or an interpretation. You are free as always to take it or leave it. I'm not saying that this is our approach here, what we're going to talk about is the only way is perfected or anything like that. We're all in process. I always reserve the right to change my mind. 
which is why all I try to teach is how to go to the Lord and let him change your mind. Let him teach you. Let him free you and heal you and guide you. He is the God. He is the way and the truth and the light. Teachings are limited. Only God contains the truth. Fortunately, the truth is in us, in the spirit. So you're free to take it or leave it. Our purpose is to share with you what God has shared with me. That's it. I'm just going to share it. Now, we've tested these things and we've found them to be objectively true in a practical application. Still no guarantee that it's going to work across the board. But what does work is making ourselves available to God. Not because the process is perfect, not because, you know, X number of people have been involved with it, but specifically because God loves us. And even when we come to him and we don't know what the question is, we just say, you know, help. He responds. He's not waiting for us to get enough people in the prayer chain or to say prayer or to fast long enough or anything. He's not waiting for us because we have already entered into him. We have already joined him in what he is doing. His goal for us, his process for us, is because we are one in him. We are not working to get close to him. We are already close to him. Already received everything we need. We have already entered the kingdom. We've already been made sons. We've already been anything that you've ever felt like you need to qualify for a relationship with God. Check that off. It's already been done. You didn't do it. God himself did it 2,000 years ago. But you and I don't have to redo something that's already been done. All the debts have been paid. Qualification has already been met. He gave you a new spirit, and that spirit fully qualifies you as a son of God. As, again, a joint heir, a co-inheritor. We enter the kingdom of God. We don't build it. The kingdom is in your midst, yours, right here, right where we are. It's not part of the community. It's not part of this earth. I mean, the earth is part of it, but it's not part of the earth. The kingdom that we are part of is in the spirit realm. Created the supernatural realm. God created the natural realm. So both of those are also in the spiritual kingdom. You cannot avoid him. You cannot escape him. He has a plan 
that he has set aside for you, he is already communing with your spirit, and he is drawing you. He's drawing all of us. Now, if, if any of this sounds enticing, we're going to find out some things about how he operates in the supernatural realm and in the natural realm and how he works through our soul. If, if it's at all interesting to you, that's a promise from him that he's going to teach you. That's his commitment to you. He gives you the desire. He's not teasing you. He's saying, come with me. Let me teach you how to live as my son. So we will be getting back together again the same time next week. If you have any questions or comments, I'm always, I always appreciate hearing feedback and having conversations with you all. So again, my numbers, uh, my email is uh, Diane, Diane, or Diane at or through Blog Talk Radio. So thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night.